graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Puerto Rico is an island surrounded by water, big water, ocean water. This is for Colin, ball up a fist and keep that shit ball like Donald the bitch. He's gonna get rid of our immigrants. He's gonna build that thing up taller than this. The rest of America stand up. We love our military and we love our country, but we ain't Trump. Ball up a fist for Donald the bitch. What do I have to do for you to have sex with me? Do we dress up like Thor? I'll dress up like Thor. I'll dress up like, like Iron Man. What do they do? I'll do it. It's just a coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, guy who makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Cologne and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And this is going to be a short episode, people. That's what uh, she said. Let's see what happens. Let's see how long we can record before the heat kicks let's back on. Let's see how long we can last. Because we're sitting here in a cold base. And it's not, I mean, it's not like it's freezing cold. But we both have our hoodies on to show you. It's that time. It's that fucking time of year. Halloween just passed. Uh, you know, we had our first snowfall last night when I got out of work. I had a fucking scrape. Oh god, it was ice terrible. and snow off my car. Like I don't mind frost on the car. Like there's always a little bit of frost like around this time of year. But when you have to like actually, scra- I actually had to take my ice scraper out of the fucking trunk and and scrape ice. So you know, uh, well, we're hitting that time of year. I had to. I had my old car. Mm-hmm. which Kelsia drives, and I come outside, I'm like, fuck, <laughs> from work. And I open up the trunk. My fiancé is clean. Mm-hmm. I need to make that very clear. I open up the trunk, and the, it's, like, literally stuffed. Everything is stuffed in there. I'm like, oh, using the good old shirt and just doing this. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a wonderful day yesterday, Chris. Yeah, so, it's been a wonderful two or three weeks. Cool. Yeah, we haven't recorded. We were supposed to record last week, but something was going on in your life. Oh, you know, in and out of court for illegal drugs, you know. No, <laughs> Awkward pause. No, um, I, uh, I've been, pretty much I've been in and out of court for, uh, I took my ex to court for visitation because, well, she really didn't, wasn't letting me see no. my kid, so I had to do something. And this was back in August. Um, so, I mean, I don't want to go into too many details, but pretty much... Yesterday was a hearing, which caused me to be late to work, so I had to stay later, which was disastrous for my sleep. Uh, and uh, basically, the the temporary uh, the temporary visitation agreement that we had uh, got changed, so that way it was what it usually is, which is every single weekend I see Logan. Uh, as we speak right now, and as we record this podcast, he's at my parents' house. Didn't know that till about an hour ago, but yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Hey, that, that's part of the thing too. My my mom talks to my ex, and I, you know, that's the way. That's the way it can be right now. Yeah, honestly, mean, like you know, it's you know, you get to a point where, and I, I mean, I guess, I guess, I don't want to go too far into it, but you know, you get you get to a point where your kid is about to be twelve years old, which he is. And you just sit there and you go, I can't let this happen anymore. Plus, you know, the other part, the other problem was, is, you know, there was actually accusations of my fiance doing stuff. 
Mm-hmm. And that got blown way out of the water yesterday. So, yeah, I mean, know. people can make accusations and of course they have to investigate, but then as soon as they investigate, they realize that it's all fucking bullshit. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of been why, like, I we haven't been able to record. Because, see, what happens is, is I got to go see my lawyer, and then we got to talk about stuff. So that happens. Some that was happening on some days where, like Wednesday, we try to we try to do it about a Wednesday. So uh, yeah, I mean that that kind of fucked everything up. Because you know I got to go in, I got to talk to my lawyer, and make sure that we're doing everything correctly, and then you know you go into court and get all that taken care of. And Wednesday's usually a better day because Thursdays have been weird. Oh, I had to work during the day Wednesday one one of these weeks. Yeah, last too. week it was last week Wednesday when I think yeah. we were which you were covering for a manager or some shit like that. Yeah, I had to work on Wednesday too, and because Chris works at night. It, you know, you can't just be like, oh, hey, by the way, let's record from your job. Yeah, my new, because we used to record Monday nights, but then now with my new job, I work evenings, so um, Monday through Friday, which is nice. But, uh, you know, so now we kind of have to, we have to either schedule before work, but I think we tend, we tend to have more interaction. Well, the last episode, we had more interaction before work than we did, uh, than we do when we do on Monday nights when there's like, Monday Night Football and Monday Night Raw and whatever TV shows that are big on Monday nights or Sunday nights. Well, we're doing we're doing a, a special called Countdown with Tsunami Favorite Podcast. So that's mm-hmm. that we try to do. Actually, people selected before at seven o'clock on Monday. So that's even better because Raw doesn't come on until eight. So I mean, that's how we work it, and it's usually live. So mm-hmm. not like this because obviously, you know, me and him are in the same spot, whereas. I have one person over here in, in Boston. Is not Sketch like person. on the West Coast? And... Uh, Sketch is probably the only one on the West Coast. Um, mm-hmm. Caboose is in Pennsylvania somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, which actually isn't that far from us, if you, th- if you think about it. Uh-huh. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, one's in Boston. What the hell else is there? Oh, the other one's on the West Coast, too, so I guess there's two. Yeah. <laughs> so, But, yeah, I mean... Um, Pretty much, you know, it's we we try to record when it's a lot when we get a lot more people listening and watching and whatnot, and it seems to work out that way. So. And, and speaking of tsunami faithful, we had, I mean, I think all the videos I have completed editing all the videos, so I like I feel like an obligation. Like whew. now, I still have like four or five videos that I have to release on my own, but I did I like we've finished editing all the interviews. The porn videos can't go up on YouTube, <laughs> but I it's <laughs> I mean, it's literally been. <laughs> It's literally been a month since New York Comic Con, and like we still haven't put out everything. But then again, it's like one. I guess it's good not to just put it all in one. Just like yeah, here's everything. But it's also like I've just been so fucking busy. Well, with work you know, and what? Shit. I think that leads us into a subject that I think we should talk about. Um, What's that? Maybe you shouldn't put those up just yet, <laughs> <laughs> because somebody's trying to. Uh... Oh, the uh, yeah no okay so I so I was looking for, I was looking for one of my old videos. Uh, I was looking for one of my old videos, one of my stranger vlogs, and then I see, like, I, you know, obviously you see a lot of the, the you know, two strangers in one pot. Then there's this other fucking asshole that, like, uploaded, the, and I'm like, first I'm thinking, maybe it's a, maybe it's a mistake, maybe it's whatever, and then I go, and, like, some asshole, and I'm, and I'm not gonna fucking say his name, cause I'm not gonna give him any fucking play, but some asshole uploaded, 45 videos from the two strangers one podcast youtube page now i mean it's hard enough trying to run a page and and trying to get people to watch your videos and stuff like that we don't need a fucking leech to come and and fucking re-upload the videos it would be one thing like and don't get me wrong when i do the podcast like all the intros from my podcast yeah i borrow you know what i'm saying (laughs) i borrow things from from you know if i under fair use 
I use a lot of stuff. But when you're straight up putting the whole fucking video online or something like that, then then you're, you're that's just stealing. That's yeah. it, it's not fair use. It's not it's not you know. And I'm pretty sure he's trying to monetize the videos. And, yeah, and and you know you're not gonna earn. You're not gonna try to earn subscribers. Like the subscribers we have, we've earned. <laughs> let me give it. Let me give it like a, a little bit more perspective of this. It's not just that he's putting up the audio episodes of Two Strangers One Podcast. They're putting. He's putting up videos that actually Chris the vlogs, the vlogs that Chris did with him in the goddamn yeah, with video. my face. Like, in, like I'm sitting there going. I'm sitting there going. Like I don't understand. I don't understand. Oh, Darrell says to call his ass out. I don't want. I don't want to give him play. I really don't want to give him play. You know, just because. And the whole thing is, I, his the videos are still up because the YouTube uh, complaint, uh, the way it works is, you can only do ten videos at a time. Yeah. So I've already done ten videos. So I still have thirty five more to go. And yeah, it, but thanks, Darrell. Darrell says don't steal other people's shit. Exactly. I can understand. Like, don't get me wrong with the podcast and with the music and especially with all the intros that I do before the show. I, I borrow. I take little sound clips and stuff like that, which is par for the fucking course. I'm taking a sound clip. I'm not playing the entire song. You know, I'm not playing, you know, uh, back, you know, I mean, wait, before even Paul joined the podcast, I had another, I had another, I had, I was helping out with another podcast where I had this thing called Chris's Hidden Metal Show, and I would play the whole songs, but that wasn't monetized. You know, that was, that was just, okay. And, you know. Yeah, you can't, you can't ever put that stuff up on yeah, YouTube. And exactly. And those, and th that was just part of a podcast that wasn't actually, um, that wasn't on YouTube. Well, you could put it up, but you have to have permission from this. You have to have permission from everybody yeah. that's involved and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no, but just for that reason, I purposefully made sure that, you know, you know, the, the, I mean, I think I, I played our ads on that episode, on that show, but really, what are our ads? Our ads are, are click and hit. Which is, you know, they've been, you know, I mean, they were tight in the beginning of the show. They kind of fell off. I mean, I'm still, I still have put them on the show. I may take them off one day just because they're not, they, they haven't paid up in a while. And, uh, comics, et cetera, which is our local, but, you know, and of course the, well, the, the cinema psyops podcast, they're friends of the show and they play our, they play our ad every now and then. And then, um, and then there, there's, uh, comics, et cetera, which is the local fucking comic. Well, look who it is. And then Jen goes, did you find, figure out why they took it? Um, I, I sent the guy an email. He never wrote me back. Um, but I'm assuming the guy stole the videos so he can monetize them. Uh, you know, <laughs> Jen goes click and hit doesn't, doesn't work. <laughs> wow. Uh, the, what the Darrell hell says, YouTube complaints are full of shit, though they're quick to shut down people for intellectual property when you have permission, uh, when it comes to your shit and takes forever. Yeah, like Paul, like Paul has, Funimation sends Paul stuff, and then Paul, you've gotten copyright strikes, right? So it's funny that, like, in that same system, I can tell a quick little story about you. That, automatically actually. get fucking hit. Yet me, I mean, well, I guess you know what it is. I think the big companies, I think they have like sort of like a like a quick algorithm well, written. I had to sit sit there and physically write all the fucking. Um, so so what happens is is, and I think this is something that should actually be available to the smaller YouTuber. Um, is companies can get a different YouTube. What that means is they can get a YouTube that they can, what's called region block. Mm -hmm. And region block allows you to play, for example, Funimation has a region block YouTube where they can put all their content up, but because it's only available in North America, they, nobody else can see it. Mm -hmm. So I think you can see it in here, you can see it in the United States, you can see it in uh, Canada, but that's about it. Um, problem is, is my, all the stuff that I would put out would be worldwide. And people are sharing it and whatnot and everything. And then all of a sudden, because YouTube has shitty, I don't know anymore. I haven't really tested it. We might try to do something like that eventually. But um, because they have really shitty, um, what the hell is the word for it? 
basically, I guess the, the way to, come to, to explain it is, is they have these computer filters. And if it hits a computer filter that where there's a copyright, it goes, no, 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 that person needs your money. So you can't monetize this. Or, which is even worse, they're like, oh, no, no, your video is fine, but they're going to get the money off the monetization. Yeah. And the algorithm, I think. Oh, uh, so stupid. Here's, here's, here's an example of a video. The most viewed video that we have, and it's up on, on uh, YouTube.com slash GeekyVideos, is for the, the TV series Blood Sea that Funimation put out. Mm. It has over 200,000 views right mm. now. It just came off of any copyright or anybody trying to pull any money off of it. So now, all these years later, which has been a couple years, all these years later, now we're actually making money off of this 200,000 view video. Oh, okay. So, I mean, maybe YouTube is, you know, kind of being like, okay, maybe we should not be an asshole. <laughs> because here's the thing, like... I go and I have permission to take footage because if I'm going to do a video review, I'm going to have footage from your show in here. Okay. Yes, the Japanese person that did it over in the in wherever is going to be probably pissed about that. Mm -hmm. Oh well, whatever. But here's the thing: it's the English dub. It's not the sub. It's the English dub. So if they would actually listen to it, they would be like, "Oh, okay. So you're you're talking about the English dub of this. Okay. Well, let me just block this." here in my country and then you can have it whatever i've had to do that i've had to actually uh make sure that we don't do these certain things because you know if i don't have permission and it gets blocked then the youtube channel gets a gets a hit against it you know yeah well so, like because well, uh, jen asked how, how do they make the money off of it it's how anybody make anybody makes money off youtube if you monetize a video and you and you take a video and it has this stupid ad that plays in the beginning of it, or in the, some people actually you can put well, the ad in the middle. If if the ad plays and there's certain algorithm like you know if it plays all the way through, and I guess YouTube also keeps track of if the person watches the entire video, right? Because it would be real easy to go, oh, I'll just keep hitting reload and let the ad play and then click reload. Well, I think you have, they have to watch the whole video. There's a whole algorithm to it, but the person if if you know when when they have when you see ads before the YouTube video. Um, the creators get paid for it. And I mean, you know, I'm not going to lie, you know, the, our page hasn't, we, I think like every hundred dollars or something, once you hit the hundred dollar mark, then YouTube sends you the check or something like that. Well, so it's not exactly like that. Um, basically, and since Google obviously has YouTube now, it's been a lot easier for everybody to kind of, to all of that to connect. Basically what happens is you have to start a Google AdSense. And then what happens is, is using Google AdSense, you connect it to your YouTube account. And that generates your advertising revenue back to you. Yeah. Um, and, and I have, I haven't. I, let's let's put it like this: <laughs> two strangers, one podcast page hasn't hit that first benchmark. Like I'm not just to use an easy number. Let's just say when you hit when you hit a hundred dollars, they'll send you a hundred dollars. We, we haven't hit. I you know I'm gonna use, I let's just say use a hundred dollars. We haven't hit the hundred dollars mark. Not on the YouTube. Well, not on the two strangers, one podcast page. Let me let me make it to you. This tsunami faithful pod tsunami faithful dot com at least gets paid a hundred dollars once a year, sometimes twice, depending on the traffic I get to my website. Mm. But that's because it's monetize it's monetizing videos and it's also through Google AdSense. It's also with the amount of traffic that you get, you also get paid for that yeah. too. So. Now imagine like the people who are on YouTube that have you know four million views on their video. You know, it's it's you know, and that's how that's how these illegal sites actually make a lot of money is because you're getting so many people coming to your site watching the video off of their site. That they're getting millions upon millions of dollars just off of, I don't think it's Google AdSense, but they're getting 
because I, I would assume that Funimation and Viz and everybody have gone to Google and been like, no, 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 you're not doing that shit. But uh, somehow they're making money off of that in a different monetized way. Normally, a lot of these companies are overseas, so it's not like they're here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Because, honestly, if they were here in the United States, they would have been fucked a long time ago. Um, so uh, that's how they're making money. So, I mean, it, all of this is this is how everybody makes money in kind of our industry, kind of so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Um, but yeah, I mean, Chris, Chris's YouTube, like it was just, it was, yeah, just for the guy to just blatantly steal 45 videos and like, you know, just, you know, and like the entire fucking video, once again, not fair use, like not, not a clip, not the, this, the entire fucking video. Um, so then, uh, Darrell writes, uh, Japan, uh, region blocks <laughs> like a mofo. Yes. And that's, you know, I mean, because they have different contracts, like where, you know, you know, where some American company has distribution rights in the United States. So. Japan's gonna block it, you know, in the United States. Well, and then then he writes, uh, "Remember, remember that incident with the incident with Toei." <coughs> yeah, I remember so, that. So, uh, you know, just I mean, yeah. So, which I, I wasn't I wasn't patient on that because I think they region blocked everything except North America, which I kind of went, uh, "Fuck, I should have kept it up," but whatever, <laughs> it's fine. Hand me one of those. Those so how was your Halloween, Paul? It was <laughs> it's fine. Like, I worked. It's it sucks when Halloween's like on a fucking Monday or a Tuesday. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So so Jen is right. Uh, right. So Chris isn't making money on his account. So this dude thinks he is weird. Well, I mean, the guy doesn't. Nobody. I mean, I I'm only telling my business because I'm telling my business. But the guys. Downloading the, the guys re-uploading the videos, thinking that maybe he can steal some of our traffic. Because the way the the way the YouTube algorithm works is just sort of like if you ever looked up certain videos online, like like if you look up like uh, I want to see the new Justice League trailer. Now, usually the very first the very first uh, selection should be the official Warner Brothers Justice League trailer, but then some other fucking rinky dink asshole fucking uploaded the the Justice League trailer, and he's getting traffic to his page. Uh, using the Justice League trailer, which he has absolutely no fucking right to, and and you know if he's re- if he's uh, you know monetizing those videos, he can probably get a whole bunch of uh, money uh, before you know before Warner Brothers takes it down. Maybe Warner Brothers doesn't do anything about it, you know. And I'm just using that as an example. Um, so you know, I mean, as I'm eyes for me not making money. I mean, you know, it'd be nice if we could make money, but uh, you know. Uh, yeah, the guy, you know, just the guy, and the whole thing is the guy stealing shit, trying to make money off of work that he didn't fucking, he didn't put a fucking a minute of time in on. So, you know, he can kiss my ass. Um, so, all right, so let's see. All right, so Halloween, I hate it when Halloween's like on a Monday or Tuesday, because by the yeah, time, like, by the time it actually hits Halloween, it doesn't feel like Halloween, <laughs> like, you know, and then, like, I had my daughter for the weekend, I had big plans, like, oh, we're going to go trick-or-treating, but, you know, this time of year, fucking the weather sucks, so it was like raining and cold on like the saturday before halloween so i was like baby let's just stay home and fucking you know put on makeup um i said who's the most repulsive ugly monster i can be this halloween and so <laughs> i i was donald trump <laughs> it was a bad version of donald trump but yes but okay but agenda is right but isn't justice league stealing something that makes sense are you insulting me jen i don't know <laughs> she goes isn't stealing the justice league um stealing something that makes sense um, I don't know if I don't know if you're if that's an insult or you're saying that my videos aren't worth stealing. But I, I mean, <laughs> I, I, you know, I mean the They're point. Not. It's you know, it's just like trying to just the guy's trying to steal 
the guy stealing videos thinking that you know he could maybe you know what if what if i do hit that what if i do get that one viral video that fucking really hits and a bunch of people start clicking on the videos and like like they click on one video then all of a sudden they start checking out the podcast and they start clicking on all our videos and then all of a sudden um we do start generating some kind of cash or generating some uh, money, uh, you know, the guy, you know, the guy will have himself already set up where like, oh, here's a couple videos where people might, people might accidentally click on and make some money, you know, I still have that viral, uh, and Jen goes fat man dancing. Yes, uh, you know, <laughs> yes, there is the, va- there is the fat dancing, uh, video that I was hoping to go viral. Um, I mean, it's, it's gone viral. I've had people, you know, uh, reposted, you know, the, the comments on the video are pretty funny. But yeah, I was kind of hoping that, like, someone finds something like Fat Man Dancing and, uh, you know, and, like, shares it. Like, uh, like if some celebrity shared it or whatever. And then, you know what it is? It would draw traffic to the page or draw traffic back to the podcast. So, um, you know, so that's, that's, that's what I'm hoping for. And then, um, and speaking of while Jen's interacting with the show, uh, Jen went to Jen went to Pennsylvania. Uh, there's a podcast that both of us really enjoy called Hollywood Babylon. Mm-hmm. It's Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman. Ralph Garman's a, a radio person. How many podcasts does Kevin Smith do? Kevin Smith literally like, he has he has Smodcast, which is his original podcast. He has Hollywood Babylon, which is he does every week because they do a live show. So he he gets income because he does a live show and people pay. You know, I want to say. 20 to 50 dollars a head to sit in the sit in the, in the theater um there Jesus. he does education with this guy named a- andrew mckelfrish uh which we used to be a writer on the jay leno tonight show he does a show called fat man on batman uh which he does with a guy named mark bernardin who's written comic books and, and a couple of sci-fi shows so they charge at the door they yeah that well yeah the hollywood babylon is the most frequent show and that's one where they charge at the door to see live uh, Smodcast he does in his house. Fat Man on Batman they just started. They're gonna start doing live shows so they can generate money uh, at this place called Scum and Villainy, which is basically uh, a bar. Basically, kind of a bar made. They made a bar that looks like the Cantina in Star Wars, but so they don't get sued by Lucasfilm. They call it Scum and Villainy. They they, <laughs> they try to not associate with Star Wars, but it looks like the Star Wars Cantina. So, uh, uh, the Fat Man on Batman, uh, podcast, they're gonna start recording there with Mark Bernardin. And he's, and then he goes, he does Getting Old with Jay Muse. Jay and Silent Bob get old. Uh, that's way too much. I, I think he does one or two more. You know, he's, <laughs> you know, so yeah, Kevin Smith has at least like five. There it is. And there we go. Oh, Je- okay, Jen said she paid thirty-seven fifty for her podcast. So imagine a room full of, you know, 200, 300 people paying thirty-seven fifty a head. You know, I mean, you know what? Here's the, here's the thing. It's not even the podcast. They're probably there just to see Kevin's. Well, you know, well, yeah, I mean, and 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 um, what's his face? Uh, Ralph Garman is fucking hilarious, and he's a he's a, uh, a entertainment reporter on uh, K Rock, this radio station in, in Los Angeles. But he's originally from Philadelphia, so he came to do a Philly show. So it's Ralph Garman basically coming home. Uh, Kevin Smith, who's from South Jersey, which is you know a twenty minute drive from Philadelphia, so. Um, so Jen drove all the way down from, uh, Jen said from, uh, okay, and Jen says the Philly punchline holds 300 people. And yeah, so imagine 300 people at 37.50 ahead. And, and the Hollywood Babylon show, I believe also has, they have a pay service where like, you can watch, you can watch the live, sh- like you can watch the shows. You know, hey, we're in the wrong, we're in the wrong segment, dude. Yeah, right. I'm just trying to monetize fucking videos. We need to start doing <laughs> <Yeah, I> live <laughs> shows. Then they did two shows that night, Jen says, you know, 
I was thinking about if we could do a live show, but I don't think you'd be up for it. Like, <laughs> you're fucking busy. <laughs> Yeah, but who would come to our live show? We need more fat dancing. We need more. No we, offense, Jen, but I, I need more people to come to one of our shows. Yeah. What we should do is we should do panels at cons. Is what we should do. Yeah, and but yeah, it was so that's that's how he basically makes his money. Um, all right, and okay, I was just double checking to see if uh, no no Oscar mail, so I'm surprised Oscar hasn't interacted with the show in a while. Probably got shot or something. Um, but I think since we're going to cut the show kind of short, we'll be back with more dick and fart jokes. This episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number eight. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comics etc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Uh, necrophilia. Uh, uh, it's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of It's unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept Little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you, you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was How did you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Click and Hit, enhancing the experience for all recreational smokers. Click and Hit is a one-handed portable vaporizer. This smoking pipe has a compact four-stage design, complete with a built-in, windproof, butane-refillable torch lighter. The large burn chamber holds your stash of legal herb or pipe tobacco. Click the button to ignite and inhale as usual. When you are done, put it back in your pocket for later. Smoke anytime with the touch of a button. No more carrying around grinders and tins. Pipe, rolling papers, and even your lighter at home. The Click and Hit cordless vaporizer is no bigger than a normal cigar, making it the world's smallest and most discreet vaporizer. It's perfect for use in small places or shared rooms. It's efficient getting five to eight drawers from your packed chamber. It's affordable at just $19.95 each. Buy three and the shipping is free. Buy four and you get the fifth one free. Visit www.click the letter N hit.com that's clickandhit.com and now for listeners of two strangers one podcast you can use promo code strangers and receive 10% off your purchase at clickandhit.com that's promo code strangers for 10% off your purchase and we're back all right paul so uh what else have we got uh you haven't seen thor ragnarok you've been you've been that busy no, I saw the ending the other day because I had to help clean the theater because, you know, 
Well, I don't want to say that. Um, <laughs> Paul does it. Paul does it all. You know, he's his manager. He'll take tickets. You work ever work concessions? Oh yeah, I do it all. Uh, concessions, oh, yeah. cleans the theater. Know. Paul's a jack of all don't trades. Get it twisted. I do everything in that theater at some point. <laughs> but uh, I saw Thor Ragnarok. As a matter of fact. I liked it so much that my coworker, I kept telling my coworker who he like, he seems to like this stuff. And I'm like, dude, you have to go see Thor Ragnarok. And then he's like, man, uh, you know, I guess he's having a rough week because he's going, he's going to a, a Rhode Island Comic Con today, as a matter of fact. Uh, a friend of mine from work. Oh, okay. So he's like, he's going, and he goes, dude, my money's all tied up and going into this Comic Con. I'm broke. And I'm like, I like, you know, like Thor Ragnarok was so good. I'm like, dude, I'm, we're going to, I, I paid for his ticket. So he went yesterday and we saw Thor Ragnarok. Um, you know, easily the best Thor movie, real fucking funny. Um, you know, this, the, the special effects, the, the, the imagery used in the movie, I have to say, you know, it's what I always wanted a Thor movie to be. I want to see people on flying horses, uh, you know, hitting each other with swords. I want to see, um, uh, you know, uh, I want to see giant flaming demons swing swords. Uh, you know, and, I, and none of this stuff, I'm not making this up. This is all stuff in the movie. I want to see big giant dragons, uh, you know, flying, trying to eat fucking, uh, Thor, you know. So without, I mean, that's not spoiling too much, but, uh, it was very, very funny. Um, it was directed by, uh, Taika Waititi, which I just love saying that name, Taika Waititi. And I guess he's, he's more commonly known. He's in that movie, uh, What We Do in Shadows with one of the guys from, uh, Flight of the Concords. He did another one called Eagle vs. Shark, if I'm not mistaken, which once again I think had the guys from Flight of the Concords, or one of the guys from Flight of the Concords. So he's like a New Zealand guy. Um, little trivia about the movie, he actually did like motion, he did part of the motion capture for the Hulk. You know, I mean, Mark Ruffalo did most of it, but I think he, he did some, he did motion capture for the big flaming demon with the sword. And this is Taika Waititi. And then the, the, the most fun character in the movie, he, he plays this rock monster named Korg, this blue monster. Yes. So, he, he's doing this real, like, soft New Zealand accent, which I think it's supposed to sound like some character that's famous in New Zealand, but I don't know who that is. And, uh, but he looks like this big fucking scary rock monster, but he does this real, like, hello, hi, don't I? You know, like, real soft voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, so that was pretty awesome. Once again, if you have a chance, you know, for, you know, I highly recommend it. it it's very, very fun, very funny. You know, the visuals are spectacular. Um, so comes highly recommended um thor ragnarok um well i'm assuming if you didn't see thor ragnarok have you seen stranger things season two you see stranger things season one no <laughs> it's nope. not but you got netflix right i saw voltron season two there. <laughs> whatever the fuck season Season three or four or whatever well what they were talking about a comic real quick i hate how they were like oh well we're gonna split what's supposed to be season three into two seasons and basically it should have just been one season oh, I, okay. I think they, they really didn't it didn't take anything away from it. I mean, it was an excellent... It, it's just, you get you get through the first part of it, and there's no, like, you know, like, uh, really big climax mm-hmm. to where it ends, and you're like, oh, shit, I gotta watch this. No, 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 it just ends with information, and then you're like, okay, where's the next episode? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, they shouldn't have done that. I don't think they should do that anymore. They should just do it the way that they were doing it. But... And, uh, well, Stranger Things Season 2 came out, um... If you liked, what was it? You just you say gay. Giggity. I said giggity. Giggity. Came oh, out. oh, came out. Uh, uh, so I th- obviously I think if you like season one, you'll like season two. 
Um, it kind of expands on the universe. Um, and it's not really a spoiler. It's kind of like, you know, they didn't, like, they introduced a new monster, but it's not really a new monster, for the lack of a better term, without really spoiling too much. You know, they kind of like, you know, oh, here, you see, you saw one monster where, you know, here's a bigger, more versions of that monster, you know, so. I mean, I'm glad that they didn't, like, take it in a totally different direction. Like, you know, first season was, like, monsters from another dimension, and all of a sudden now it's aliens or something like that. Like, it kind of, it, it stays in the same world. Um, I will say, I, I, I gotta say, I saw the, the post credit scene in the middle. Not the one at the end. The post credit scene Oh, wait, you're talking about the Ragnarok? Yeah. Well, I'm talking about Stranger Things, but go on. And then I'm just so sitting there the post credit scene. I, I just don't understand, like, you're gonna have to explain to me that after the podcast, because I'm like, uh. Okay. Well, I think... I, I didn't see the movie, so I guess I'm really even more... Confused. Well, I guess... Okay, so, spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert for the next 30 seconds or 40 seconds. Um, Thor Ragnarok mid-credit uh, tr- scene. Here we go. Close your ears and skip forward about f- a minute if you want to... Don't be spoiled. It's Thanos' ship. Yeah. It's the Sanctuary 2. It's, it's, so, so basically, you know, it, it's... You know, at the end of Thor Ragnarok, they get all the Asgardians. Spoiler alert for Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> um, they get all the Asgardians on this because sh- Asgard gets destroyed. Ragnarok does happen and gets destroyed, but they take they have all the every last Asgardian left is on that ship, and then Thanos' ship comes and it's fucking <laughs> ten times the size of it. So you know, it's showing that yeah, look at all these people that are on this one ship. Well, look how bigger this other one is. And so it's Thanos. So it's basically delivering us into Infinity War. Right. So, uh, you know, and then, you know, then we'll get in, you know, uh, there's been a lot of speculation on how the leaked Infinity War trailer starts, you know, with, with, <coughs> Thor, with Thor hitting the, the, you know, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy ship. How does Which that... I still haven't, I still don't understand why they didn't release that. They didn't make it sense. Uh, yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe they're still working on it. Maybe that scene gets changed. Maybe because there is one big obvious difference uh, between Thor at the end of Thor Ragnarok and the Thor that's in that trailer, but I guess we'll save that for another time. We won't speculate too much on that. Um, but uh, all right, so hopefully, if, hopefully we didn't spoil too much. If you did skip ahead a minute, I don't know how long we were talking. Um, but uh, Stranger Things season two, um, it kind of expands on the universe, not too much. The funny thing is, in the first season, it's about this kid who gets sucked into another dimension. And while he's in this season, uh, as my friend from work said, uh, there was a reason that he wasn't in the last seasons because he's not a good actor. But now they have to head him. They had him in on this season, and uh, you could, they could see that you know there was a you know <laughs> his bad acting came through because he actually had to stick around this whole season as opposed to being lost in the other dimension from last from the first season. Yeah. So uh, uh, and I do have to say. The end of season two, Stranger Things, made me cry. I cried like a bitch when I saw it. it was so, you know, there was there was one. I did see one episode because Kelsey is watching, uh, uh-huh. where they were in some kind of cave. While they're in some kind of cave, these kids are trying to lure. It looks like these. I, I don't even know what like these plant like uh, plant like. Um, you know, in Ghostbusters, um, the Devil Dogs. Yeah, <laughs> Ghostbusters. Is it Ghostbusters two? No, Ghostbusters one has the has the the demon dogs. So it's it's like a combination of plants and those. It, it looks like yeah. There's I mean I yeah. guess spoiler alert for <laughs> Stranger Things season two is there's things called the the demo dogs, and because in season one there was uh, the Demogorgon, and then this one there's demo dogs, and and uh, me and my coworker my, it's funny my coworker I, I invited him on the podcast because like because we keep we keep talking about Stranger Things and I'm like we keep talking about it let's put this on a fucking podcast so he, he may want to uh, me and him may do an episode of, about Stranger Things 
But uh, Chris just wants to cheat on me. My spec. Well, if we're gonna fucking wait three weeks in between episodes, I, you know, I, I'll record. I'll record with someone who has time. God damn it! No, but uh, the uh, the uh, the Demogorgon in is season one. Then you got these demo dogs, and him and I kind of are at odds. Where I say, I say, the dog eventually evolves into the Demogorgon. You know, except in this season, we only saw like they haven't evolved all the way yet because the the the, the character kind of evolves throughout the season. Like, uh, you know, in the beginning, it looks like a little slug, then it gets a little bigger, then it's almost like the size of a cat, and then it gets like a fucking like not, not like a big dog, like a fucking like a Rottweiler or something like that. And it has and it has the same face as Demogorgon, where it opens up and it looks like a fucking evil flower or whatever. So, um, so yeah, they kind of like dogs. They're kind of like plants because. Um, the, under the ground, it's sort of uh, it's vines. It's sort of once again, that's not it's not a major spoiler, but you know the the monster itself is like spreading like vines. So that's why it kind of looks like a plant, but it kind of looks like a monster. Um, but well, yeah, I, it was just it was just interesting to see that like all of a sudden like they're about to like kill these kids, and then all of a sudden because somebody's trying to snoop around in this cave, they go and attack them. Oh yeah, yeah, the, and they all and that's the whole thing is, and it's one of those. I mean, I hate to, you know, it is sort of, I hate when movies and shows do that when it's, it's sort of, it's a hive mind yeah. where like, so if, if one, you know, if, you know, if you basically, if you kill the queen, all of them die, you know, so, or, or they, they don't respond anymore. So, uh, yeah, what happens is something else distracts them and then they go from trying to kill the, 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 the protagonists of the show, they end up going somewhere else, uh, to go eat some soldiers it's like they're uh, looking at him like we'll be back for you motherfucker yeah <laughs> yeah so I mean uh, you know and that's the minor spoilers um, I won't spoil the end but I do have to say I cried like a fucking bitch uh, when I saw the end of Stranger Things season yeah, 2 yeah he's a little bitch so. uh, let me see what else we have uh, Jigsaw feels like feels like forever it's been so long since we've recorded I saw Jigsaw the Saw part I've heard, 7 I've heard or 8 I've heard it's actually um, it's not bad. I mean, well, Jig- apparently this isn't. It's supposed to like call upon like all the stuff from Saw, but it's also kind of its own thing. It's its own thing, and and I get like, I guess they're smart enough to call it Jigsaw. Where like, if they wanted to make this its own sort of like offshoot franchise, they could. But uh, it's totally related to all the Saw movies. I think you can kind of watch it without having to see the other movies. That's what it's I've not. Heard too. It's not like there's. It's not like there's big giant callbacks. I, oddly enough, I actually like the Saw movies. Um, I know they're shitty. I know they're kind of, and obviously, like, like well, it's one of those deals where like if this guy, because were... it's not a spoiler, but you know, Jigsaw dies like in. Uh, part three or part four. Yeah. One of the one of those movies. He's already dead, and like they got up to like part five or six or seven or something. And it's sort of like you know, obviously this guy had a plan way fucking in advance. If his shit is still floating around, you know, three years well, later, or whatever. And but if, was... if but if but if you actually follow, if you sat there and like put the st- the timeline for each Saw movie, they only they kind of all kind of take place relatively at the same time. We're just right. watching different stories. Uh, you know, I mean, we see them different years, but we see them as, in our world in different years. But it's kind of like all this stuff happening at the same time, while like you know, part two happens while part one is happening, and so on and so forth. So this one, I, I don't want to spoil it, but if you like the Saw movies, it fits right in with its own um, with the continuity of the, star, of the Saw movies. Um, I didn't sit there and analyze every frame, but you know, uh, you kind of see where it fits in. 
or at least you know they lead you to believe that that's where it fits in and i guess if they really wanted to if they really want to say okay we want to make a whole other franchise that's sort of connected to saw they could i kind of hope that this is the last movie i hope they're like okay that's it we're done because uh, it's a nice way to kind of end the series um but i mean once again you know kind of like what i mentioned earlier on facebook you know the movie looks like it made 20 minutes the 20 bucks to make it you know what i'm saying like you know, they make these movies insanely cheap and then people go out to see it so i wouldn't be well, surprised if it makes so much money that i mean i for me like from what i've heard is uh-huh. that well first of all getting back to the whole saw trilogy the whole saw thing mm-hmm. um the, the longer it went on the, the the worse it got um from what i because i didn't see all of them but i've seen most of them uh-huh um, but I've also, but uh, from what I've heard about this movie, it's kind of its own thing, and that, um, and it, and it seems to be doing actually pretty well, honestly. If I'm going to be honest with you, Jigsaw's been doing really well in the theaters. It's not like doing Thor well, but it's doing decently well to where you would think it's going to do. Yeah, I mean, let's just say, and I, I have no idea what the numbers are. Let's just say they made the movie for ten million dollars. And it makes fifteen million dollars. Well, then it made a profit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, well, you that's, know, that's what Tyler Perry does all the time. Look at look at and you know, Medea. Fucking boo too. <laughs> yeah, they're made to do well for two weeks and then die. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what his formula is. Mm-hmm. He wants to make all of his millions in the first two weeks, and then whatever it makes after that is just yeah. cake. Uh, you know, frosting on the cake, so to speak. Yeah, so. and that's not counting uh, DVD sales and. Oh yeah. And that's, you know, that's what a lot of people don't understand. You know, I, I always, I have to remind people about this a lot because people say to me, well, the, the movie theater business is going gonna, is gonna to die. And I say to them, it's not going to die. What's going to end up happening is, is you're going to see fewer and fewer theaters. But the, the movie theater industry is not going to die because you got to understand something. You make millions, sometimes billions on some of these movies. Mm-hmm. More, more or less with like the Marvel, mm-hmm. the Star Wars, uh, the DC... These are the kinds of things that are going to make you the money these days. Mm-hmm. Jurassic World will probably make a lot of money when it comes out next year. I think it comes out next year. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of revenue in these movies still. The problem is, is a lot of these movies though are shit. Mm-hmm. So some of these movies you see come out and you're like, why the fuck isn't that out on DVD, Blu-ray, or Netflix? Straight to whatever, you know. Straight to Redbox. Right. So I, I think what you're gonna end start to see is some of these bigger movies, some of these like smaller movies may shift to um, may shift to going to straight to Netflix or like let every fucking every fucking studio TV whatever TV network is doing their own platform these days. So you may see straight to like let's say Warner Brothers is doing their own or DC is doing their own platform. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes straight to there if it's if it's something they think it's shitty. You know, you may see that now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's, you know, I I kind of been talking about this a lot. Is that and this kind of leads into something? And I'll and I'll keep it brief because we don't have that much time. But um, you know, there's way too many platforms out there right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of think that, like for example, Crunchyroll, and I, this is why I like Crunchyroll because what they did was is they took they took this they 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 thought outside the box and created this thing called VRV, which is a different streaming service, but it has Crunchyroll. Funimation, and then other shows that aren't, aren't even considered anime on there. Mm-hmm. So they're starting to think outside of the box and bring these other things in. That's what needs to start happening because guess what? Yeah, okay, you know, for like Star Trek Discovery is only on CBS's goddamn platform. Mm-hmm. I don't want to pay $5 a month just to watch Star Trek. Mm-hmm. 
You know, and I've looked over. I've looked over what they have in their selection. It has every, almost every single CBS show. It doesn't have numbers, which is a really good show. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Um, by the way, these shows I'm mentioning aren't like anything animated. Um, Without a Trace, it was that FBI series where they, you know, somebody would go lost and then they would go find them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a really good show. I like that show. That's not on there. Uh, actually, somebody um, said mentioned to me, and, and I didn't even realize it until I until I thought about it. Uh, Everybody knows Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah, that's not. On. I'm like, that's a good point. I'm like, I don't know because I, I'm sure somebody has the rights to it right now. Yeah, it's but probably minute, syndication rights. And right. Shit. So, at the, well, not syndication rights because some of these shows have actually split off into. And don't don't ask me to explain this because I don't understand it even myself. It makes my head hurt. Like for example, Star Trek Voyager, Star Trek, uh, The Next Generation, Dave Space Nine. I think Deep Space Nine. Maybe, whatever. BBC has a lot of those series. But you can also get it on the CBS platform. And you can also get it on the... uh, I think it's still on Netflix. It might still be on Netflix. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's all over the place, but then you only see certain shows do that sometimes too. So it's kind of like, I don't quite understand this. Yeah. And I'm I'm kind of actually starting... I'm actually kind of waiting to see some of these shows start to come off of like say okay so this show like Voltron for example is on Netflix I'm waiting for Netflix to try to do TV rights and put it on net, the network TV and see how it does because not everybody watches Netflix mm-hmm. case in point looking at Alaska where Black Blockbuster is still yeah. thriving um, but getting back to whole movies I mean that's that's the kind of thing that I'm saying like you know if you're going to be making you're going to be making movies you're going to be making money in the theater, then on Blu-ray and DVD sales, and then on all these streaming sites that it goes to. Mm-hmm. So why not keep all of it? By the way, all these studios have invested money in the projectors. They're not going to sit there and not put in the movie in there. Yeah. So there you go. And then sort of just like exactly what I said while you, I, I just looked at real quick. I, I, well, I was on right on the fucking money. Jigsaw cost ten million to make. Made sixty two million worldwide. There you go. So there's going there there you know it'd be retarded if they didn't that's do the way, a jigsaw too. That's the way that movies should be made now. They're gonna make. I mean, you know, it's gonna be all small movies, and hopefully okay. they make, make big money or the big giant fucking tentpole movies like Marvel. Like they well, said, Marvel. They point. said the Marvel movies eighteen million eighteen movies so far, and they've hit like the five billion dollar mark. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but you know. Um, but I think we're going to have to wrap this up. That's what she that's said. That's what she said. Um, so I think that's it. What we're going to do is I'll probably just edit in from another podcast all our outro nonsense. But uh, we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening and had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. Yo, should be fapping. You should be rapping, yo. Yo, yo. You see me on the video? Yo. 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 Yo, yo. All right, so we're going to wrap this up. That's what she said. Um, I'll splice in the, the whole breakdown. Please visit two strangers one podcast.net where you can find all things show related. First and foremost, you can find links to our iTunes page. If you have an iPhone, an iPad, or iPod, you could download episodes onto your iPhone, iPad, or iPod. If you don't have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod, you can download us on the Stitcher app. Or you can, yeah, you can download us on the Stitcher app. It's the app that I use to listen to all my podcasts. Uh, you know, Chris Hardwick's The Nerdist, Kevin Smith's Modcast, this, you know, This American Life, Adam Carolla, Mark Marin, and of course, 
Paul's other baby, the Tsunami Faithful podcast, which will be well represented as well. Are, they're all they're all available on. Uh, I promise. They're all available on Stitcher app. I mean, we're going there under the two strange. We're going there under the umbrella of Tsunami Faithful, which you know. Well, but, hopefully, we're going to get some big interviews. But we're trying. We're, we, we've been trying to get some good interviews. Um, I'll be honest with you. Right now, I'm, I'm betting zero for zero. No, no, none of the ones. But. I've gotten I've gotten my name on a couple of lists, and if I just get my name on it, that's all I ask is to be on a list. Because you know what it is? People put their name on the list, then other people forget about it or drop out or do something else or don't want to do it on a Sunday, you know. And then like, oh, by the way, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Sometimes well, you got to be the last guy at the club. Like, it's looking like we may stay there to stay here, stay there until Sunday. Come back Sunday night because Chris here has to work at three, but I'm gonna try to get the day off so that way I can. Go back and just sleep and and, and quite like, frankly, oh, if yeah. if things work out, if things work out the way I would like for them to work out, I think it would be our best interview yet. Does does, does your mom have cable? Yes, yes. My does mom. she have Cartoon Network? Yes, she does. Because my okay, daughter so watches guess, guess fucking. We're watching it. My daughter watches fucking. Guess what, when we get the fuck home on Saturday night, we're watching. Motherfucker, Tuna. when you get the fuck home, you're gonna pass the fuck out. <laughs> no, because you've been at fucking fuck Comic Con all day. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna sit here. You're and gonna I'm, gonna like, record, uh, I'm gonna record you watching. <laughs> I guarantee you, you're not gonna fucking watch. I, I'm not saying you're not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop you. I'm just saying Comic Con, and it's already fucking Saturday. Like you've already worked Thursday and Friday. Saturday night, you're gonna. You're, as soon as you fucking get to the fucking house, you're gonna pass the fuck out. You're not. Gonna, I'm just saying. Is as, as, as much as I love Comic Con, it's like running a fucking marathon. But you're done. You're done. And you're exhausted. And you feel free to watch Tsunami all you like. It ain't gonna fucking happen. Like I fucking. I'm telling you that right now. Um. But I get to hear hear your mom saw wood, so there we go. <laughs> no, well, she'll be like, no, she'll be like. It's funny when if I, any of you have never heard that episode of the podcast, you need to hear. Listen to it the, is, it's, it. It is the most hilarious thing I've ever heard. Don't wake mommy is the name of the episode. Yes. And and like we're sitting here, we're sitting here recording a podcast, and all of a sudden in the background I hear, and Chris in the background of Chris's apartment I hear. <sighs> I'm like, what the fuck is that? Well, in all fairness, it was a smaller apartment, and my mom was probably fairness. my mom was probably not even twenty feet away from the mic when she was sleeping and snoring. But uh, so, which makes me laugh. Yeah, it's it, like, it, how did she sleep through the fact that you were recording a podcast? You know, she, my mom was a heavy sleeper. Um, so let me let me do let me do Chris's job for him. So you can find us no, on so, Facebook. You no, know, no, Facebook. I'm no, okay. No, I was talking about uh, Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. When you're in a Wi-Fi spot, like I usually do, you can download all your episodes, uh, put on Listen Later, available offline, so you don't have to kill the data on your phone, you don't have to kill your battery. Uh, downloading all the episodes when you're from your data, you can use it right on your Wi-Fi. And if you don't want to use Stitcher or iTunes, you can find us on our actual hosting site, SoundCloud. You can find us on the SoundCloud app. Um, just search for Two Strangers, One Podcast. Um, I do my, I make sure every episode is available for download. You can check us out there. Um, if you now, once again, if you want to support the show, we want your money. We need your money. But if we can't spend a penny, it just takes two seconds to share and like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash two strangers one podcast, all spelled out. Uh, once again, just share and like us. Everyone and their fucking mother has a Facebook page. If you want to help us out, uh, get our get our message out there because you know I can spam people and Paul can spam people, but. No one's really going to pay attention unless you say, hey, check these guys out. I mean, we could sit here saying, oh, we're great. We're wonderful. <laughs> you know, you have to fucking, if you say, listen well. to these guys, listen, I jerk off all the time. Uh, if you say, uh, you know, listen to these guys, they're funny. Um, you know, it would definitely help the show. Uh, Word of mouth. 
Word of mouth. Boy, uh, does he like to use his mouth. mouth. That Okay, let me see what else. You can write to us at twostrangersonepodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's all spelled out, twostrangersonepodcast at gmail.com. We're also available on Stitcher. I'm mean, not on Stitcher. On Twitter, at the Twitter, to start with the Twitter handle, <laughs> at strangerpodcast. Uh, but we don't really use Twitter. Um, no, Chris doesn't use Twitter, and I don't. He's gonna have to give me the password at the thing, <laughs> especially with Comic Con because we will be using it, whether he fucking likes it. And I'm bad, bad, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's it. Or did Oscar actually write us back? No, no. This is another. This is a whole other. Whole other what? This is another. This is from like July. This is like from June. Oh. All right, sorry. Christy Pitts. Verizon lost launched. Okay, this is from a. Guo Pei Tei. Verizon just launched a podcast. Christy Pitts hosts their podcast. And I thought she would make a really good guest for Two Strangers on a Podcast. Will you be interested in a liaison? That sounds like... <laughs> a liaison? Yeah, it just sounds like it's fake. But anyways. Yeah, that's that's a that's a bogus email. That's why I probably, I probably looked at it and said, oh, that looks like shit. That's why. Um, so once again, you can write us at uh, twostrangersonepodcast.com. And I can't think of anything else. I acquiesce the floor to you, sir. About time. So <laughs> you can find uh, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can email me. It's Paul Pascrillo at tsunamifaithful.com. You can also ask me questions. It's ask.fm slash Paul Pascrillo. And you can obviously listen to me on my other podcast, the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Uh, we will be going to New York Comic Con. We will be trying to do some... I have some business that I have to handle anyways on top of all the other things that we're trying to do. So thankfully, we'll get all that done too as well. So that's about it. All right. Well, I certainly we certainly hope you enjoyed it and had as much fun listening as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. Oh. Bye. Oh, shut me, fat bag. My face. Sorry, Jen. We didn't, I, we didn't mean to start early. All right. Here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read Double it? Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. But- <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee hee But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. I'm punny. But... <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with a materialistic Lynette. I feel you, Eric. I, 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 oh, fucking. Are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, I, I smell sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. <laughs> Christopher Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. 
This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think of this? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show. I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Welcome, motherfucker, up! Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. That's lulu.com. That's, I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15, and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars yeah. is insanely inexpensive. Fifteen is not even that bad for a hard, for a paperback version. No, this is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on, come! I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I all. know you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker. I and will his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. And you could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex sells. <laughs> Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.